Got time for a quick story. Doing a solo show can be intimidating depending on kind of your makeup, how you figure you can handle being in the spotlight for a long time. I mean, a long time. Not just a couple minutes. We're talking well over an hour. Depends on how long your show goes. Can't even imagine doing something like that. Perhaps you cannot imagine being on stage holding a show all on your own. Takes a special type of acting ability to accomplish such a feat. Chaz Palminteri has done that. Familiar with The Bronx Tale? Started off as a one-man show. He's back involved with one-man shows with Peter Fogel. And a one-man show called Till Death Do Us Part, You First. Peter Fogel, comedian, has been involved with a, with a lot of presentations himself. Well, Till Death Do Us Part, You First, is directed now by Chaz Palminteri. You're a little bit of him in this presentation. It's coming to Off-Broadway. Taped this interview with both Peter Fogel and Chaz Palminteri for this episode. You're going to hear them in just a little bit. Taped this in October of 2022, looking ahead to their performances at the Triad Theater, November 11th and 12th in New York. And the, honestly, with this chat, I almost just sat back and let Peter and Chaz chat. They're, you, Chaz Palminteri kind of plays the, the conscience just, just to, you, you don't you don't see him on stage, obviously, because that would defeat the purpose of Peter Fogel's one man show. But you hear him. Well, they're almost kind of like one bit of dialogue going back and forth in this interview, and it was a lot of fun to do with Peter Fogel and Chaz Palminteri talking about "Till Death Do Us Part." You first. My interview audio is a little bit uh, in, in the background, so apologies for the, the technical part of this, but you'll enjoy it. Take a listen. Well, we're talking today. Well, right now we're talking to Peter Vogel and uh, Chaz Palminteri is going to be joining us a little bit sooner from now. We're talking today about Till Death, Do Us Part, You First. And it's going to right. be uh, making its off-Broadway debut that we're recording this on October 27th. So if anyone's watching this much later, for the context, November 11th and 12th at the Triad Theater in New York, then uh, also a Westchester premiere coming up November 17th. So I'm going to start this way. Being that I'm in uh, western Wisconsin, a long ways away from New York, and in, any of our uh -huh. listeners who are going to be out, out around here, but I mean, they could be listening anywhere across the globe or, or, or wherever, but sell it to someone to go, okay, I want to go see this. What to anyone who has not heard of this in particular, Tell them why they should come out and check this out. Uh, <laughs> come see a show about a man who was dumped by his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. Have you ever heard of any man being dumped by his girlfriend on Valentine's Day? No. No. no it's, not not often. And if it did happen, it sounds absolutely horrible. I said, one day I'm going to use this. One day I'm going to use this. So um, I'm the national, I've been doing one-man shows for a while. I'm the national touring star of a show called My Mother's Italian, My Father's Jewish, and I'm in therapy. And I believe I actually did it in Wisconsin about two years ago, pre-COVID. Uh, so I've been touring with that show for 10 years. And then about three, four years ago, I wrote my own show, Till Death Do Us Part, You First. Um, it, the title just came to me. I don't know why, because I go, wow, to life. 
how do I know if this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? People change. You know, one of the, the bits I put in my show is that a driver's license, gun license, hunting license, real estate license all have to be renewed. A marriage license has no expiration. It has no expiration. And I do a whole bit in the show about forget the marriage license, have a marriage lease like a car, 30, 36 months, no money down. At the end, the couple has the option to renew. Or as I look at an audience member, I'll look at this woman and go, or look at your husband, upgrade to a newer model without the bald tires. And they always laugh. So the show is about all the true stories that I have talked about my relationships. And Chaz discovered me, and he may bring it up when he comes online. He discovered me in Florida, like, you know, Robert De Niro discovered him in 1989 doing um, a Bronx tale, serendipitous. And a friend of mine said to me, um, I have a buddy who wants to come to your show tonight. Can I get a comp? I go, who is he? It's not important. Let me just don't. He didn't want to tell me who it was. Then I'd be flipping out. So it was Chaz. Uh, we, uh, I happened to have a wonderful audience that night that's laughing, getting it all. And then he met me in the lobby and he goes, this is hysterical, man. It has a lot of potential. We could really take it to the next, next level. I, I go, we? He goes, yeah. I go, well, not knowing that I think he would take me up, but I happen to be looking for a director, not thinking he would actually do it. He says, I'll be your director. And um, the original voice of my conscience was Morgan Freeman. I had a guy that sounded exactly like Morgan Freeman. And then Chaz decided, you know what? Let me be the voice of your conscience. It'll be a show within a show. People will come to listen, uh, uh, coming to a show directed by me, but I'm also in the show as your voice of your conscience. So he says, it's never been done, a show within a show. And that's, and we tightened up things. We, uh, Hello. There he is. Hey, I'm here. Chaz Palminteri joining us. Welcome to our, our interview. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So I brought them up to speech as, but how yeah. you discovered me in Florida and that we got to the point where you offered the direct and I, and I, I went on and I passed out. Then you woke me up and said, yes, it's not a dream. I'm going to direct your show. And then we discussed how you decided to be the voice of my conscience. And that is where we are right now. Well, you yeah. know, I mean, uh, I saw uh, Peter's show and just like he said, you know, Robert De Niro helped me many years ago and launched the Bronx Tale for me. So I really wanted to, uh, I've done it through the years I, uh, where I produced a couple of one-man shows that I saw that I really loved. Uh, you know, he helped me, and I always believe you got to pay it forward, or you pass it on. And if I find somebody like Peter, who's very funny, so talented, I said, hey, man, you got to take this to the next level. You know, the great thing about his show it just relates to so many people. I mean, relationships, whether you're married, divorced, single, you're getting divorced, you're getting married. It doesn't matter. It's just, uh, it's a real funny show, man. Well, what was fun about it is comparing notes with Chaz, because he's been married for 30 years to Gianna. And he would tell me things in marriage. I go, really? He goes, yeah, this happens. No. He goes, yes. I said, we got to put this in the show. It was just because I, I've lived a single life being a comedian on the road. And when people come to the show, you'll understand why I've been single for it's a crazy yeah. business. And I go into it. Right, Chaz? It's, it's a nutty business being a comedian traveling on the road, telling a woman, you know, Chaz, I've told you, you're in a marriage. You're going, oh, I can't go to I can't go to that friend's party of yours on Saturday night. I'm at Ho-Ho's Comedy Club in Lincoln, Nebraska. And, you know, it just doesn't work. And that's what many of the things I talk about in the show of why. 
a comedian who's looking for love has never committed to the woman of his dreams. And the girl that dumps me, Chaz helps me get her back. And he, he opens my eyes to why I'm single. He kind of like, he slaps me around verbally till I really figure it out. And that's the fun part. The audience loves hearing Chaz's voice of my conscience. Yeah, it also has a great message too. It's, it's not only funny, but if you can leave them with some sort of a message of, uh, you know, uh, of learning, of learning about relationships that, you know, it's like a, a relationship is like a garden. You know, if you don't water the garden, it dies. Uh, and, and Peter, in, in, a, in a very prolific way, talks about things like that. Peter, you got to tell him some of the, you know, the people that the dating site. I mean, you, you have to about the girl, full disclosure. I mean, come on, this is true. Tell, tell them, Chaz. You the say, I mean, it's, no, you tell them. The girl, the girl said to me, I have to be honest with you. They tell you things in the first date that you think, that's a little too much information. I mean, people Google each other just to find out. She goes, I want you to know, I'm a person of interest in my husband's death, my ex-husband's death. I go, really good. But I had nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> fell down the stairs, broke his neck. I had nothing to do with it. But you know how these things are. They always go to the spouse. Right, Chad? <laughs> just... right? I mean, but how could you say that to a person? I, I, I don't know. Anyway. She, she, she wanted it. She wanted to let me know before I see it on Inside Hollywood. I don't know. And the, do I... Peter, all the women your age, when you when you interview, when you meet each other about their illnesses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every, I told Chaz, I go, son of a gun. Is this what I'm attracting in women? I, I've told you this many times. I went out with five women on a meet and greets. And I talk about it on the show. One girl, they immediately tell you right up front. One girl had autoimmune system disorder. Two had fibromyalgia. Another had early osteoporosis. One woman said that she didn't know if she had person. She thought she had borderline personality disorder, but she actually had pre and post menopause at the same time. Wow. And I said, no. I wanted to take out an ad on the internet, wanted loving, nurturing woman whose blood work is in normal range. And I would say to them, why do you want to date someone? You got to take care of your health. And that's, isn't it right, Chaz? You, right, you, you can't make that stuff. I mean, how do you can't, if you, if you want to make it up, there was, oh, come on. But you know, life is stranger than fiction sometimes, really. It, it, but you, but when it comes like that, those are comedic gems, right, Chaz? You, just oh, gotta, yeah. you, you, you can't yeah. write that. I couldn't tell you that. I go, no, everyone. I go, can I meet a woman that's healthy, that's ready for a relationship? I go, why are you meeting me if you're if you have like your white blood cells are not working correctly? What do you I, want? I, I, I was telling people like like Peter is like the Brad Pitt of the elderly. You know, he could drive and he has hair. I have because. hair. I could drive at night and I have most of my faculties, basically. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a plus. I was yeah. like, OK, so with all of that, was there a situation that was so out there or so extreme that you could not use it in your no no this is a true story the last girlfriend my and the russian girl i didn't well it's uh, it's written in the show she started crying to me this woman you don't understand my mother-in-law destroyed my first marriage and i stroked her face and i said baby it's going to be all right my mother's deceased and her eyes lit up she threw back her hair, gave me a kiss. I go, what was that for? You had me a dead mother and the God. And <laughs> Whoa. I, said, I, I, she, I go, really? Oh, you don't know how much that puts me at ease that your mother's dead. I said, I got to put this in the show. And that's what I do. 
Well, tell them where you're going to be, Peter. At the I'm going to be. Oh, yes. I'm making my with people within the sound of my voice in the New York tri-state area. I'm making my off-Broadway debut at the Triad Theater in New York City. Go to www.triadnyc.com. That's triadnyc.com. November 11th and 12th. There are three shows. If you use code 1250, that's code 1250, you get over 10% off the ticket price. And then November 17th, I'm going to be at the Bedford Playhouse with Gianna Palminteri, Chaz's wonderful wife, producing the evening. November 17th, if you want tickets to that, and tickets are going pretty well there, bedfordplayhouse.org. So triadnyc.com and uh, bedfordplayhouse.org a week later, November 17th. And they can see what all my is, relationships. <laughs> well, okay. Question for each of you. Um, Chaz, what is your favorite, like your absolute most favorite part of Peter's show? And Peter, what is your favorite part of Chaz's involvement in the production? Um, oh, you go, yeah. Chaz. Chaz, you go first. Yeah. You, I'll just have you go. First. All right. My favorite. Oh, man. It, it's just. Well, I got to think about it. There's so many great parts in it, man. I think. Oh, I know what you want. The girl, the girl, you laugh when the girl says to me when I have dinner, remember I had dinner and she goes. Um, oh, no, well, that's a joke. That's one yeah. joke. But well, my, yeah, I don't want to say, should we say the joke? No. Well, no, my no. favorite part of it, I got to be honest. My favorite part of it is, is at the end, the very end when he wraps up his whole life and he sees his tombstone and he wraps up his life and he realizes that, you know what? You can't throw away love so easily because you never know when it's going to come back. I, I just I, I just love that part. I think that's my favorite part. So she is that woman is my soulmate. And I blew it. Right. And one of the things that Chaz always says that he liked and that we fine tuned and why certain one man shows don't work. It's a linear. There's a story throughout the show. And that's what Chaz. What I really liked about Chaz, he. We said, we have a linear, just like in Bronx Tale, it has to be linear. It has to make sense. We're taking people on a journey. This is the hero's, the hero's journey, right, Chaz? Yeah. Where I, have to, I have to figure out. Chaz really, it's almost like a Greek mythology. Chaz takes me on the hero's journey, journey, directing me, helping me, guiding me. And I keep screwing up and he keeps, you know, slapping me around a little bit, saying, you got to get with the program, man. Don't you get it while you're single? You know, and it opens my eyes. And in real life, the same thing. He kind of guides me. But that is the most, the fact that he was able to, we took out the fluff, we took out things that didn't make sense, and we made it, we streamlined the whole show. So it's from beginning to end, you'll be laughing, you'll be crying at certain points, and you'll, and the audience seems to resonate because no one wants to die by themselves. How has the show evolved over the last few years? Uh, well, well, it, like I said, I don't know where it would be if I didn't have Chaz directing me because he knows one-man shows better than anyone. And he just fine-tuned it. You, it's tough to direct yourself in a one-man show. It's like having, it's like if you're, it's like being a, it's, it's like a man who's been indicted and he's representing himself in, in, in the court. It, you have a fool for a client and he, and he, you know, so you need that outside eyes. And Chaz knows, being that he wrote Bronx Tell, I feel the greatest one-man show franchise in entertainment history. When he talks, I listen. There's no, there's no, uh, I say, okay, okay, let's try that. You're right. And he, and he, he showed me things that I was missing and that was the best part of working with him. He fine-tuned it. He, so it's humming. What is the, uh, what is the trickiest thing? And the question for both of you, the trickiest thing that people would not suspect about doing 
a one man show in this sort of in, in this presentation? What they wouldn't expect that the fact that I can do 20 different characters and 20 different voices <laughs> and, and actually not only do the voices, but my body becomes each character, which is what Chaz does in his show. It's one thing doing voices, but to go between me talking to the character, I'm going back and forth between talking to myself. So I'm playing all the roles. The, the movie, my show could be a movie, the way it was written, just like a yeah. box. So it's linear. And oh, Chaz says, why certain one-man shows don't work is because there's no story. And that's what people should come to see. There's a story there, correct, Chaz? Right. Yeah, the, if, the more you have no story, the funnier it better be. You know, that's really how it goes. You know, uh, a story is the thing is the glue that holds them together, that keeps them wanting more and more and more is they have to get invested into the character. They're invested in Peter. They want to see what happens with his life. And that's what makes it a great theater piece where they're invested in him. So they want to see, you know, how his life turned out. I think that's important. So how would, or what would you want to do next for, uh, I mean, you still got plenty more of this run in, but could you see yourself doing another one-man show at some point and create all of that? And maybe it's more of a question for Peter because we're, we're talking about your show in particular, but what, 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 what would it take to be involved with yet another one down the road? Or is this on to, or onto another project after this? No, no, this, this is very time-consuming. It's, it's very hard to create a commercial one-man show that everyone gets, and Chaz will tell you, it's mm. very difficult. And let me, I'd like to get this show traveling around the country, bring it to Wisconsin, if you know any mm -hmm. theaters, and um, bring it to as many people across North America and parts of New Jersey, basically. So uh, it, it's very time-consuming. It's like giving birth to a child, you know, nurturing, right. loving, tweaking, improving, getting it to where it should be, where it's, it's humming, just like Chaz has with Bronx. Yeah. Town, which I mean, a Bronx, tale, a Bronx Tale, I've been doing it now for 34 years. I, you know, I've done uh, two Broadway runs of it. Uh, and then I now I'm doing a national tour. So I go, oh, anybody wants to come and see my show, they can go to chazpalmentary.net, my website, or my Instagram, chazpalmentary. And uh, you can see where I'm doing my one-man show. And, 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 you know, who knows? Maybe Pete will be doing the national tour soon, too. Could there be a movie? On the, like an actual, you'd mention this is essentially like a movie, but could oh, there yeah. be yeah. like a oh, Bronx yeah. Tale? Anything yeah. is possible. Anything yeah, is and possible. Ben, ben Stiller is probably the perfect age, too. Yes, I'd like Ben Stiller to play me. Why should I play me? Let Ben Stiller play me. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I, Ben Stiller, I'd let, I'd let Ben Stiller play me. How's that, Chaz? Is that okay? Well, I think you'd be crazy not to. What, to give it to Ben Stiller? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let him do the movie? Well. You know, well, you never know. You never know what could happen to me. Could happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because Chaz, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so then, do you end up doing the cameo role then to meet Ben Stiller as yourself in the movie? Is that where the sense? Yeah, I, I'm lucky. If I actually got a cameo, Chaz is the director of the film. Would say we're going a different way. Wait, you're saying I can't be a cameo on my own? No, of course you can. You have a great part. You have a great co-starring part, Peter. I've yeah. a great, great co-starring part watching Ben. Ben Stiller would be perfect. I'm kind of a Ben Stiller light. Yes. Yeah, sure. yeah get, get that on the IMDb credit to like your story. Peter, as someone else. Peter Fogel as somebody else, as the guy who delivered the pizza. 
<laughs> the that guy role. All right, this is this is a great show, and I do hope you make it here. We got a beautiful theater here in downtown Eau Claire called Pablo Center. So I hopefully you can bring it over here to the Upper Midwest. We'd love to see the show. I mean, you sold me on it, so uh, hopefully you can. I, I don't know if I'll ever get out to New York anytime soon, but hopefully you can make it out here. God bless. Great show. Yeah, Peter Fogel and also Chaz Palmentary talking about Till Death, Do Us Part, You First, November 11th and 12th, Triad Theater, New York, also in Westchester coming up on the 17th and beyond. Thank you guys for taking a, a little bit of time to chat with us here Thank and you. all the best going forward. God bless. My pleasure. Thank you. That was fun getting to hear those guys go back and forth. Till death do us part, you first. Again, as of the taping of this episode, it was proceeding. It's moved to off-Broadway at uh, Triad Theater in New York, November 11th and 12th of 2022. If you want to learn more about this play, well, go to tilldeathdousparttheplay.com. Tilldeathdousparttheplay.com. There's a lot more information about Till Death Do Us Part, you first. All sorts of information about that. You'll learn everything you want to know about it right there. Chaz Palmentary's got his own website. You can keep up with what he's doing at chazpalmentary.net. Chazpalmentary.net. This has been the latest edition of Got Time for a Quick Story. Thanks, as always, to my employer, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for helping to set up a lot of these interviews, you can listen to them and in some cases watch them at greatesthits981.com. Go to um, where it says features, click there and go to interviews and you'll find the interviews there or go to our YouTube channel, Greatest Hits 98.1 on YouTube. Thanks again to Kenjamin Franklin, Radioactive Talent Incorporated, helping to set up this interview. He's done for a lot of the interviews I've done with the likes of Frankie Previtt, etc. And he's he's been the facilitator for those. Does a great, 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 great job with that. Uh, this podcast, you can find it on a lot of the usual platforms. Subscribe to it so you know when new episodes arrive and preferably rate it higher so word spreads around even more about it. Got time for a quick story? I'm Luke Anthony.